Welcome to the bye week. Heyo. I almost said welcome to the six men because I've been doing the six men quite a bit. I get it. But I'm this not, is the bye week. I'm not around very much anymore. I get it. No, it's fine. It's Phasing fine. me out. <laughs> well, sometimes, sometimes life gets in the way. Um, both me and Evan have two jobs, very busy schedules. I know I work 40 hours a week at one job, usually like 10 to 15 the other, so that happens. That sounds about right. But we are here today to bring a brand new podcast episode for you. <clears throat> Sorry, let me clear my throat. Feel free to call me DJ Cool at any point. I will not do that. I okay. will certainly not be doing that. All right. Well, on that note... Um, what have you been listening to lately, by the way? Music? Yeah. Oh, great great, uh, great job uh, in terms of telling me what to talk about right off the bat. Well, <laughs> just given content. Because before the podcast, we were talking about music a little bit, and I've been listening to a lot of Anderson .Paak. Um, his new album is out uh, with the producer Knowledge. It's called... Yes, loud. And let me tell you, it's a really good album, really well produced. Um, it's got some bangers on it. Not really bangers, but you know what I mean. There, yeah. There's some there's some good jams. I gotcha. Um, I also spent two days listening to only Young Thug. Um, I don't know if some of you follow me on Twitter. Uh, how did that go? It, it was great. What a two days it was. Um, I listened to a lot of Young Thug. I just decided, I, I made some stupid tweet, like, today's national... Only listen to Young Thug Day. No, no, National uh, Lapsed, or, uh, Seafood Bisque Appreciation Day or something. So I said, okay, I'm only going to listen to Young Thug on this day for some reason. And I listened to, like, I listened to the Barter Six in, in full for the first time. Um, the Barter Six is a classic, let me tell you. Great name, too. Wait, so it's a classic, but you just listened to it in full for the first time? Yeah, I listened to some of it before, um, but I really didn't really delve deep into it until recently. And you know, Slime Season Three also a classic. Uh, that that's I've been listening to that since it came out. Right. That, that's one with with them on it, which is a that's, great meme track. Yep. Um, and you know, I'm up is a very good one by Young Thug as well. And just he's got a really good discography. Let me tell you, he's <clears> doing. <throat> he's doing. A lot of people don't like him, but it's 2016. It's actually okay to like Young Thug now. Or or Jeffrey, whatever. I feel I feel like it's one of those things where it was ironic for so long that it just slowly became non-ironic. No one knows where it stopped anymore. Yeah, you know, um, when I first heard Young Thug, it was the track Stoner by him. I thought, okay, this is this is a decently fun song, but it's not great. And then and then after that, Lifestyle came out. Well, and I guess there was Danny Glover too. But Lifestyle was the first one where people like finally knew what Young Thug was, and then like all these like really corny for lack of a better term, really white people, um, started like making fun of Young Thug because they couldn't understand him. Um, I actually understand Young Thug pretty well. I know what he's saying most of the time. There are certain times where he's not really saying words, but for the most part, I know what he's saying. So people who don't understand Young Thug, I don't understand you because you just got to listen. Have you ever seen those memes where it'll just be a picture and it'll just say Young Thug bottom text? <laughs> I haven't seen those, but have you seen the let ones me, like... Let me head to Nietzsche's Twitter page. I'm <laughs> sure they're all over the place. Probably. Shout out Nietzsche. We gotta get in the Nietzsche show. Is he still doing that? I don't know. We can always have him on our show. Mine'll too. Yeah, let's make that happen at some point, please. Um, have you ever seen those memes where it's like, on one hand, it's like Young Thug made a song called F Cancer, and on the other side, it's like J. Cole yeah. <laughs> has not made a song about effing cancer. <laughs> oh. Possibly pro-cancer. So, Sprite's doing this thing where they have like verses written on their can <laughs> i've had four sprites in the past week one was missy elliott one was biggie and then two were j cole i was hoping you'd say like all four of them are j cole they might as well be because two j coles is too many j coles you know i honestly i actually liked j cole's last album but i mean i can see why people don't like him because he does have some like really really corny lines um you know just the classic like poop and toilet ones um and the whole song Wet Dreams is pretty pretty cringy. Again, to quote Nietzsche, J. Cole, the first artist in 25 years to go platinum with no talent. <laughs> that is funny. Um, I do enjoy the platinum with no features meme. Your phone is ringing. Are we going to acknowledge it? Or I'm just going I have it? not answered a landline in probably almost 10 years. That's incredible. All right, well, um, should we talk about football or should we just like continue with whatever we're talking about? You hear the new Danny Brown album? I haven't actually. Um, it's better than anything else he's ever done. I've heard really dope with Kendrick and 
who else is in that song? Earl Sweatshirt? Yeah. It didn't sound like Earl in that album, or on that song. Uh, it sounded, I don't know, Earl just kind of has this thing about popping up at random. So that's like, a funny picture, I don't I, know what that I is, can but that's a funny picture. I can never really get a good grip <laughs> on what he's doing. Yeah. Because he's just, he doesn't... I feel like his momentum kind of got lost. I think, like, all of Odd Future just kind of got derailed at a certain point. Except for Frank Ocean. Uh, well, go back to, like, right before Blonde came out. No one knew what he was doing. That's very true. Like, he had, like, a a feature on Kanye's album, I guess. But other than that, though, nothing in four years, pretty much. Yeah, and it was not... You call it a feature, but let's be honest. It wasn't really... It was, like, two seconds of him singing. Yeah. With and no it music. sounded like it was recorded in the voice memo section of an iPhone. Where where you asked was that when we was recording in the bathroom? I don't. I don't know. We've never recorded in a... Is that what we call our No, that, that's, a, that's a Drake quote. No, um, I, I, I'm aware. Oh, there's a picture of uh, a Quavo on ice. I love that picture. <laughs> oh, I've seen... Yeah. You know, you know uh, Migos got signed to good music, right? Yeah, which is cool, but then you remember so did Tyga. Oh, that's, that's rough. Um... That's probably Kanye just doing something <clears throat> to help out his his wife's family. I'm oh, guessing. I'm I'm positive, but I mean, still, I guess Tyga's got to get money. I don't think he should. I, I wish Tyga would like go to jail so we can say like keep Tyga in jail or something like that. I don't know. I was thinking this the other day. Like you look at Kanye like five years ago, and like the the group of talent he's rolling with is like bar none. It's like Jay Z, Cuddy, like all these different big names, and like. Now it's like Post Malone, <laughs> Tyga. I mean, he's got Chance, but then he also like... I, I sense there's some Ty Dolla Sign Dolla slander, Dolla, yep. can't slander coming, and I'm not okay with it. I love Ty Dolla Sign. <laughs> 2016, and I mean this in the meanest way possible, has been Ty Dolla Sign's year. That dude has been on literally everything. I I love it, honestly. I think he's, a, I think he's really talented. I think lyrically, uh, he could use some work. He's very dirty, um, but I, I enjoy his voice a lot. And he, he just makes some good music, I think. Pun intended. Oh, very good. Um, I, he's not signing good music. He's signed, I, know, I know, but we were You know where he signed? About Taylor what? Gang. Are you serious? <laughs> this is 2012? Taylor Gang or die, man. <laughs> Taylor Gang or die. Uh, I think, yeah, I mean, I think you could argue it's Ty Dallasine's year. I think you could argue it's uh, Young Thug's year. But uh, I think at the end of the day, for me, it's Anderson Pac's year. Yeah. Two really good albums, um, a lot of really good features too. Actually, not not as many as you'd think, but it, he's been on you know he's been on some bigger names. Like he was on Schoolboy Q's album, which I think was pretty big for him. Yeah, and you know he's in the Madden soundtrack. I heard his music playing in a Foot Locker yesterday. He's in, uh, he's on the uh, WWE soundtrack. Is he really? Which was this year curated by Puff Daddy. Wow, Two K is uh, really really uh, trying to get times. people. Um, I, I know. Uh, couple years ago. Well, no, maybe this year. No, last year they had DJ Khaled doing the soundtrack. Shout out to DJ Khaled um, for somehow still being relevant, even though he hasn't really done much. Yeah. I guess he released an album. I don't even know what he does. <clears throat> wow, we've gone a full 8 minutes and 30 seconds. I'm really dedicated to finding this meme. This is taking a long I've time. I've been scrolling for meme. 5 minutes and I'm not even a month back in Nietzsche's Twitter account. Nietzsche has the, probably the best memes. Um, I did. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, this is close, but it's not it. It's a, a picture of Willy Wonka with some text, and then Young Thug put over that text so you can't read it. it that's a pretty good picture, Nietzsche, and I can lie. That took some Photoshop right there. Oh, for sure. Or at least Image Flip, which I use for some of my memes. Nietzsche, what's up with this chair, man? Can you please <laughs> under- explain that to me? Like, whose chairs is this? Get Nietzsche on the phone. Oh, man. Now we got some pictures of sunsets. This is taking forever. Is that a dog in a barbershop? Uh, it probably was. <laughs> All right, let's get on with Bill's talk. I'll find this meme one way or another. Okay. Mountain Dew. Um, so, <laughs> do you remember the picture I sent you last night of a, a man with a Mountain Dew? Yes. Um, it, a man wearing a cape. With just all these different types of Mountain Dew with two liters. It was a pretty fantastic picture. I'll put it as the uh, the picture for this uh, podcast, maybe. Well, if I find the Young Thug bottom text one. One of the two. Um, so anyway, the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> what a great transition, right? Ten minutes into the show, we are just starting to talk about the Bills. Um, you and Nehemiah did a podcast that was supposed to be about basketball. 
And oh no, he actually he wanted to do the podcast about Travis Scott's album "Birds in the Trap" sing McKnight. Believe it or not, so like I said, okay, whatever, we'll do it. And we I don't we probably mentioned J.R. Smith at some point during the show. I'm sure you did, but um, but yeah, you got a good point. Like if if you get talking, if me and you get talking about music, or me and Nehemiah get talking about music, it's it kind of goes on for a long time, and then it derails us from sports talk, which is fine with me because. We don't want to limit ourselves to just talking about the Buffalo Bills, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, at the end of the day, at some point, I feel like the Bills will be a disappointment. And it might happen sooner than later. Uh, right now, they're 4-2. and two. Uh, We're recording this the day before the Bills play the Dolphins. Which, by the way, no one, I don't think anyone was expecting that to happen. Especially after the way the Bills started. Um, like, giving up 370 passing yards to Ryan Fitzpatrick. That yeah. And look at Fitzpatrick since then. Like, he's been... Awful. Oh, I love that meme of the the guy like, his hair, whack. His <laughs> shoes, whack. <laughs> the way he doesn't smile, whack. Um, anyway. Um, uh, yeah, after that I was like, oh my god, fire Rex Ryan, get rid of this guy, he's a terrible coach. Yeah. My thoughts on that haven't changed that much. I still don't think he's necessarily the best coach or the best fit for the Bills. But that's a terrible picture of a... Uh, of Alvin and the Chipmunks. Um, Dear Lord, get on with it. Sorry. <laughs> I'm easily distracted, Evan. This is like a recipe for disaster. Then I'll look on my own. Okay, fine. Um, anyway, what am I even saying at this point? I don't even know. Um, Something about Ryan Fitzpatrick and... Found it! There we go. No, wait, that's the same one. The same one. one. <laughs> I'll get it. So, yeah, anyway, Ryan Fitzpatrick played the best game of his career, probably. Even though he only had one touchdown in that game somehow. Yeah, but I feel like Matt Forte had like four. That was a, a terrible game to watch. Oh my god! And the Ravens game was awful as well. But beyond then, like the Bills have been looking really, like really, really good. Um, I actually went to the Cardinals game. That was my first ever Bills game. Um, I started In at fourteen and two. Twenty-two years. Yeah, twenty-three. I'm twenty-three now. Um, I started a fourteen and two chant after the game, and some people picked it up. But uh, now, like people who are laughing at that, look at look at me now, like. The Bills are four and two. We only need ten more wins in a row. How drunk were you? Not at all, actually. Really? No, I, I had to drive a, a vehicle. Oh, okay. a, a work vehicle, so I could not do that. Understood. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I started a fourteen two chant, and any chant you start at a Bills game, like it's very easy to get people to pick it up because they're very drunk usually, and I mean they're Bills fans. Like, every week there's a new weird story about Bills fans. Same goes for um, pro wrestling shows. Yes. Uh, I feel like it's almost one and the same. Yeah. Uh, maybe every pro wrestling fan is a fan of the Bills. No, that's definitely not true. I mean, the NFL is probably also rigged. So, yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense, right? Yeah, I every, every time the Bills lose, it's it's like, oh, let's get, let's get Bills fans' hopes up for like a week or two, and then boom, just down the gutter. Um, hopefully this week that won't be the case um, against the Miami Dolphins, who I think are... Uh, a poor football team at this point. Um, Ryan Tannehill doesn't look like the same player as he did, and even then he wasn't that great of a player. Here's another picture of Young Thug. Like, kind of. It's not. It's not quite the one you're These looking for. These are all pretty good, but they're not like they're not the like one the I'm looking, one for. looking for. Um, I, I think the Bills going against the Dolphins should be a win. I hope. I mean, think about it. We beat the New England Patriots. Granted, that was with. A third-string quarterback. We still beat the Patriots, so shut them out. We beat the Cardinals, the Rams, who were at that point three and one, and then who did we just beat last week? Oh, the 49ers. Okay, so I mean the 49ers aren't much to beat at this point. No, but, but the other three teams were all pretty solid when we played them. Um, I feel like the talent on the Dolphins doesn't match up to the talent even on the Rams. I think the Rams are a more talented football team than the Dolphins. I would agree with that. So yeah. hopefully the Bills will win this week. Um, who knows, though. Um, and then the next week the Bills play the Patriots, which will be at home. Do you but... think they can do it again? Oh, I don't know, because Belichick got embarrassed. Like, that was embarrassing for him. Um, I don't know if – I think he's going to have this team come out and play a lot better. It's going to be a close game, I think. I think this isn't the same old Bills necessarily. Yeah. As far as I can tell, anyway. Um, what has really surprised me about them is – how well the defense has played recently, because I thought, based on talent alone, 
that the defense was going to take a, a bigger step back than people thought. I thought it'd be, you know, an average to below average defense, and it's been one of the best in the league somehow. Yeah, I I would agree with that. Um, do you feel confident that if we got to, like, a playoff position, how confident would you feel in Tyrod? In Tyrod? Yeah. Um, you know, he's, he's somewhat a guy that... Because I've heard a lot of people say that we are winning in spite of him. I have, you know, I've heard people say that. I think people doubt Tyrod still. I think there's people that are very skeptical of him. Um, one of the biggest things I hear, mostly from older people, is that he runs too much and that he can't throw. I, 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 I disagree with that. I have a lot of faith in Tyrod, actually. I think his running is what makes him such a good player. Yeah, because he they, creates plays. You can watch it and easily point out, like, two or three times, like, that we're, he's supposed to get sacked, and he never yeah, he's does. escaping pressure. He's you know getting his receivers open by scrambling, and he can he you know he can run for a first down if you need him to. I think that's what makes him a good quarterback. And in terms of people who say he can't throw, uh, I, don't, I hate to go back to the Jets game, but do you remember that like what was it like a almost a seventy yard play to Greg Salas that was almost all Tyrod like he yeah. he whipped the ball downfield like he's he's very good at throwing the ball downfield. That's the other thing. On the topic of Greg Salas, I'm seeing a lot of players stepping up this season who yes. maybe aren't necessarily like the big contract players. Uh, I think, especially on defense, you see guys like Zach Brown and Lorenzo Alexander, uh, who came out of nowhere. Like he's he's been almost a special teams player. Is that a picture of me? No, that was oh, a wow. picture of Minel. Wow, same pose. Wow, that's crazy. Um, but uh, Lorenzo Alexander is leading the league in sacks at 33 years old. This is like fourth team, and he was cut from practice squads and stuff too. Like, he's a he's a journeyman by the definition. So it's amazing that we've gotten contributions from guys like that. Um, and Zach Brown was a guy who was always really physically talented, just never really put together in Tennessee. And then we we added Justin Hunter, who has two touchdowns in two games with the Bills from Tennessee as well. Yeah. So I mean, you're you're getting guys stepping up, and actually. A guy who's really stepped up that we actually had before is uh, Nikel Roby Coleman. Yeah. Uh, ever since he changed his number and added uh, a second part to his last name, he's been incredible. <laughs> he has like three. He's like two or three touchdowns. He gets like a fumble or interception a week. He's been great. He's been our best best corner. It's like Kobe this year. Bryant syndrome, where you change the number, and all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden you're dropping eighty one. Anything on that Raptors. may have happened in the past. <laughs> So it's it's been a wild ride for the Bills this year. It really has. It's been a roller coaster of emotions like usual. But it's a little bit it's weird how it how it went like that though. Usually it's like, oh, the Bills are gonna be good and then boom, they're gonna drop off. So far it's been the Bills were terrible and then they've gotten a lot better. Yeah, it's a it's a roller coaster ride that for the past fifteen years has been breaking off right at the top of the hill and just leaving you to fall but now it's like probably going to get you at least three quarters of the way down the hill before it breaks down hopefully this roller coaster ride will only go up and it won't come down normally you don't want that in a roller coaster but um in terms of the bills we do want that we want the bills to stay stay up you know um and you know back looking back to our our preview podcast our good friend of the show and former former member of the show uh jerome Swordout. Actually said the Bills were gonna go twelve and four. Um, I don't remember what our bet was, but it had something to do with the Dana Carpenter jersey. I feel like that's usually what it is. <laughs> um, so the Bills, I don't know if they'll go twelve and four, but it's certainly looking a lot better than it did four weeks ago. I don't think, at best, I can see them doing eleven and five. Yeah, I think I think honestly that's realistic the way they've played. Let's let's roll through the games that we have for the rest of the season because starting absolutely. To starting tomorrow, we got the Dolphins, which I think you know, should be a victory next. Hopefully, um, Patriots. That's I. That's, that's a tough game. That's tough. I Oof. mean, we, it is at home, but that usually has never meant anything. Yes. So I'm gonna chalk that one up. And the an next, L. the next two games are the Seahawks and Bengals. That's that's a really tough stretch for the Bills. That's gonna that's gonna be a real test of how good of a football team this is. I don't know which one, but I feel like we can finesse one of them. Hopefully, um, probably the Bengals because we never do good on Monday or Thursday nights. Yeah, and the Seahawks are a, a really a tough team all around. So great I, defense, great offense. So right now I'm calling six and four. At that point? Yeah. I think that's realistic. Jags? All right, seven and four. 
Raiders. Raiders are a tough team. Yeah, that's that's a tough team to play. Um, it could go either way. I feel like. Um, Browns. Okay. Well, no Steelers before that. Oh, Steelers. Um, and they'll well, probably have Roethlisberger back. Oh, I'm hoping not. At but that I don't know if he'd be a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean Roethlisberger, he gets hurt all the time. He, I he's don't know getting if he's up ever there at a hundred percent at this point. He's he's he is getting up there, yeah, and he gets hurt so often. Um, the once, Browns, that that should be a victory. Once we get on the other side of that Steelers game, though, I feel like we have this one in the bag because it's Browns, Dolphins, Jets. Yeah. So that's, I mean, honestly, after that that three game stretch where we play the Patriots, Bengals, and Seahawks, the Seahawks, the Bills schedule isn't terrible. Um, you know, you're playing teams like the Jets, Dolphins, Browns, and the Jags. I think the Jags are actually pretty talented, but they haven't really played up to their potential quite yet. But those Steelers, that Steelers game is going to be... That'll be a tougher game, yeah. If Ben Roethlisberger is healthy, that's going to be a tough game to win. I could see that being the game it comes down to. It could be, yeah. Um, I still think the Bills are mostly going to be shooting for a wild card spot. Um, I don't. We're not going to win the division. No oh, one, God, no one no. is going to win yeah. the division at this point. Um, I'm not concerned with either the Dolphins or the Jets. No. Um, which is weird because the Jets look great when they played us. but It's upsetting to look at the division right now and see that the Jets are 1-5 and five and know that that one was because of us. Yeah. Um, that's a real shame because Ryan Fitzpatrick has been one of the worst players in the NFL this year. Yeah. Um, it tells you a lot if uh, you get benched for Geno Smith, who came in to that game when he got benched. And Geno Smith, like, first drive through an interception. And they're like, okay, this guy's a better option, actually, than, than Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, to be fair, Ryan Fitzpatrick has 11 interceptions on the year, which is a lot. Yeah. I don't even know if he had 11 last year at all. So that's incredible. I saw, I saw something on either Reddit or Twitter. Of It's called the Ryan Fitzpatrick cycle. It's like, be good, get paid, get benched, get released. Be good. It's like it's just a cycle. That sounds about right. Yeah, like or and the other one was uh, get signed as a backup, become starter, and that's like that's what he does every spot he's been pretty much. Um, at, at some point, I think you have to realize that Ryan Fitzpatrick is just an average quarterback. Yeah. Did he, he have someone in between the Bills and the Jets, or did he just go straight? He actually went to Tennessee, where he didn't really play much. Yeah. Okay. Um, I slightly remember that. Now. And then he went to the Texans, where he played pretty well. Yeah, and I, I think at this point the Texans would, well, I don't know, maybe the Texans would prefer Ryan Fitzpatrick to Brock Osweiler. I don't know. Um, He's been pretty bad. He, yeah, he definitely made out pretty well in that deal. All yeah, that money yes. they threw at him, to just be. I mean, that's a desperate team that needed a quarterback. They're a talented team, but they. they I feel like they could have made worse moves. They probably should have drafted a quarterback a couple years ago instead of. Uh, in the Clowney draft, they probably could have traded up to get Teddy Bridgewater, who obviously is not playing right now, but a player like that would have been a better fit than... I, I mean, I'd rather go with a rookie than than Brock Osweiler, who at this point, you you know what you're getting. Like He's not that good at football. Yeah, but to be fair, when he got signed by the Texans, they thought he was... Going to be good? Yeah. I, I mean, that's understandable, but if you look at the Broncos, like the team that was around him was incredible. Like, he was throwing to Demarius Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders. They have a good run game and a, the, probably the best defense in the NFL. He went 5-2 he yeah. and two with them, and then they won the Super Bowl with Payne Manning, who was a, a shell of his former self. And they preferred Payne Manning over Osweiler when Payne Manning could hardly throw last year. So I don't know. I don't know what that tells you about Osweiler. But, I mean, they did think he was going to be talented. Yeah. Oh, I mean, who knows? Maybe he'll turn it around. But then when you think about drafting a rookie quarterback – that's an investment that usually takes, with it, the exception of very rare cases, that's an investment that usually takes two to three years to pay off. I would say even three to four. Three to four. If you look at the Miami Dolphins, they don't. They still don't know what they have in Ryan Tannehill. They're they're paying him like he's a top flight quarterback, but he hasn't shown that he is that. He's shown that he's honestly the last two years he's looked like a below average quarterback. I thought his first couple years he looked pretty promising, but he's. 20, I think he's 29 years old, and they still don't know what they have in him. And he's, I don't know, at that point, like, you've wasted five years with this guy, and you don't know what if he's actually good. Like, it, yeah. it takes a long time to find out how good a quarterback is. Do you know how much time he has left there? 
Uh, he signed an extension, I want to say, like two years ago. Um, he, he has like three or four years left, as far as I know. Um, he's been in the league since 2012. Yeah. And he's a guy who hasn't even been playing quarterback that long. So I feel like he's still, he might he might be learning how to play quarterback still. But is that something you really want to wait for if you're the Dolphins? Because if, if he's a below-average quarterback, I would say their best option is to draft somebody else. Yeah. He was drafted eighth overall. Yeah. He was actually sort of surprised to be drafted. Oh, they took him right before Luke Keekley. We took uh, Stephon Gilmore. Uh, we could have oh, done worse, yeah. We could have done a lot worse, yeah. Could've we could have gotten uh, Quinn Copels or uh, Shea McKellen. Not going to lie to you, this was not the most stellar draft year. 2012? Yeah. Uh, I was right after the 2011 draft, which was... Uh, guys like J.J. Watt, Von Miller. You want to guess who was, who was drafted 57th, 57th overall in that one? Uh, who? Brock Osweiler. 57th overall. Yep. Wow, that's incredible. You know he's six foot eight. He's a tall quarterback. And Nick Foles was in that draft. T.Y. Hilton, too. Okay, so maybe this wasn't that bad. They were just oh, Lamar Miller's a good player. They're all just tucked in at the bottom. I, I miss Nigel Bradham. He was a fun player to watch. Josh Norman, Norman was in that one round. too. What a great Damn. pick there! You never, you never would have thought really that. This is really great to listen to as we're just scrolling through this. <laughs> I honestly don't think it's that bad. Like one of my one of my many hobbies is going through drafts and thinking, "Wow, we gotta have this guy." It makes me really sad most of the time. Do we even know if anyone listens to this, anyways? Uh, apparently, our last show on YouTube got thirty eight listens. So if you listen to us, just just send me a text saying, "Like, hey, good work, guys." No, it needs to be something awfully specific. Like, hey, we, we caught that part when you said, hey, are you listening? And we sent you a text that said, hey, guys. If you, if you listen to this, just send me a text that says, young thug, bottom text. Also me. Please do that. Um, I'll, I'll know what it means. We'll know what it means. We know what's going on. We're, we're, pretty, uh, we're pretty woke here at, on the bye week. Uh, we're some of the wokest memers around, believe it or not. We're woke af. <laughs> I, I like using the word woke, and like, like, but not like woke. I like to use like woker or wokest. Stuff like that. Because you don't see that as much, you know? I got right, you. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and uh, walk into oncoming traffic. Wes Walker. <laughs> I feel like that's what I was trying to do for the past 30 seconds there. Really? Yeah. Just trying to figure out, what's the name I can incorporate into woke? Wes Walker. <laughs> Wes Walker is pretty woke, as far as I know. He is. I, he didn't do Molly at the Kentucky Derby. Oh, that was him. Yeah, isn't that incredible? A guy in the Patriots, a former Patriot, did that. Was he with the Broncos at that? He was at the Broncos at that point, and now uh, he's so concussed he probably doesn't even know his own name. Well, Molly's not a great thing to add on top of that if you're pretty concussed, anyways. You're probably correct. (laughs) Oh man, Um, I'm not a doctor, and I'm all for people doing what they want. But you know, if you have a history of concussions, maybe maybe don't do ecstasy. Yeah, maybe don't do illicit substances. You know. Yeah, unless, I mean, I'm not a doctor. I don't know if that helps with concussions. Yeah, I'm sure it doesn't. It probably doesn't. It probably does not. I'm sure it does not. Oh, man. What, what, what else is going on in the world of sports that's, that's tickling your fancy right now? Oh, um, I think that uh, the Dallas Cowboys should keep Dak Prescott as their quarterback over Tony Romo. Is that a hot take? I don't know. Nah, I mean, Tony Romo, he... He's had years to prove himself as a all-star QB. And he has been. But the last two or three seasons, he's been so injured. But he would always get to the playoffs and then, you know. Choke. Yeah. Yeah. He's the St. Louis Blues of uh, quarterbacks. So he's like a really confusing quarterback. Because at times he's like amazing. At times he throws interceptions at really bad times. And it's usually during a playoff game or a game that could lead Games to Games that matters, yeah. Um, so far, Dak Prescott... They're five and one and one of the best teams in the NFL with Dak Prescott, a rookie quarterback. Yeah, so I don't really know if that's a hot take. So I think you should go with the younger option, um, and I think you should go with Dak. That's a. I think it's a sort of a hot take. Uh, I like that team though. Yeah. I don't like the Cowboys, but I like the the team they've constructed because Ezekiel Elliott has been playing really well as in the league and rushing. Uh, Lashawn McCoy second, believe it or not. I believe that. Shout out to LaShawn, man. He's, ha- he's having a good season. He's really uh, 
really doing well. Um, I'm really happy for him this year because last year he had some off-the-field stuff that was questionable. Even coming into the season, that whole uh, fight with police officers. Uh, Evan, you, you pulled up the Cubs page. You trying to talk about your Cubs? I'm, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm, wait, I'm letting you get your stuff out. Oh, I'm fine. Uh, that, that was my only hot take of the day. I don't even want to talk about basketball because it hasn't started yet. And I spent an hour and 30 minutes talking about basketball last week. I made the mistake of putting on notifications for ESPN. Oh. I just, I mean, like I'm, a, like, I'm a Cavs fan anyway, so I don't really care that they're sending me all this stuff. But, like, I got one yesterday. It, no joke. I need to see if I still have it. No, I don't. <laughs> but it was, like, LeBron James looks at childhood picture of Kevin Love, points at his shoes, and says, what are those? Why? Why am I getting this? <laughs> That's why a notification. Are you, why are you using my extremely limited as-is data to send me this? <laughs> that is pretty funny. Um, not not the fact that uh, LeBron James would have used an overused meme. That's from like eight months ago. To be fair, LeBron James is an overused meme from eight LeBron months ago James, himself. You're correct. Yeah. Um, probably longer. You, you know, I gotta wonder, like, what happened with LeBron's hairline? Like, how did he get it like fixed like that? Because he's... His money. Probably one of the top three paid non-soccer athletes in the world right now. Yeah. I, I guess you're right. Did you hear that Joe Buck, like, got some sort of, like... I don't know if it was... I don't know if it was... What was it? Cancer or something? Joe Buck got, had some sort of disease from hair plugs. And he was, like, out for a while because he had hair plugs. Even with soccer, he's still the t- one of the top three paid athletes. Wow. That was a good call there. So only Ronaldo and Messi make more. Yeah. Roger Federer, he's got to be up there. He's been... He's number four, which kind of Well, I mean, in age. Hi. Well, I'm surprised Cam Newton's up there like Yeah, that. he's the only one from the NFL. Huh. That's... that's He went up 20 spots. Is that, is that what that means? Yeah, but I mean... I, man, I'm calling this into question because look at look at some of the spelling in the next on the list category. Uh, Flotted Mayweather. And uh, Mayweather is not capitalized. Yeah. Uh, the M in Eli Manning is not capitalized. Uh, yeah, this might be questionable. It's a pretty sus list. They also misspelled Conor McGregor's name. He has one N and an O. They put two N's in an E. Oh, do you get a lot of his fan mail by accident? I do, actually. I, I've been told I, I look like a, a a completely different version of Conor McGregor. Did you take it as a compliment? No, I've been I've been telling people... I probably wouldn't have. I, I've been telling people that I've been told that I look like an ugly version of Adam Levine. And I, don't know, <laughs> and I don't know if that should be a compliment or a... Uh, or a, um, he's a pretty handsome man to begin with, so I mean. So maybe it's a. Compliment? If you're a step down from that, like you're maybe you're just slightly above average. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's confusing, right? I, no one's actually ever told me that, but I just tell people that people tell me that. I don't know why. I'm a weird guy. Wow. Well, the, don't out yourself on Mike. God. Evan, we've already we've already uh, said that no one listens to our show. Young thug bottom text. Young thug Send bottom it over. text. Send it over right now. We're making a, a call to the listeners. If you're listening, he is pointing at a mirror at myself. This is very meta, whether he realizes it or not. I'm breaking the fourth wall. Is that the term? Yeah. Okay. So the Cubs, the Chicago Cubs, Evans baseball team, who's yes. he was, he's been he's been pretty quiet about liking baseball and liking the Cubs until just recently. Nah. So it goes back to 2008. 2008. Yes. Post Bartman. Yes. I mean, I've liked baseball for longer, but like yeah. I never really had a team. I guess maybe the Indians, just because I had been They're to a couple close. of those games growing yeah. up. It's when you're from but, Buffalo, it's hard to be a fan of baseball. I mean, you can. Oh, I'm a Bison's fan. Well, they're they're a minor league team. I actually think being a baseball fan in Buffalo is really cool because you can talk to ten different people who have been re- born and raised in Buffalo their entire life. That's true, and most of which probably never like, like maybe with the exception of going to college, like never lived anywhere else, but like. You can go to 10 different people, and they'll tell you 10 different teams that they're a fan of. I guess it's the same with basketball, too, in a way. So, I mean, I'm a huge basketball fan, so it makes sense. Yeah. Well, I, I've always... I feel like there's a lot of Cavs fans, including myself, for the same reason. That, LeBron. Well, LeBron, because, you know, he came out, like, when I was probably, like, starting to, like, Ten. get into sports. Yeah. And then, like, obviously for the same thing as the Indians, like, you can go to those games, no problem. Yeah. I don't know. I never really felt too much... There's a lot of Blue Jays fans in the area... And I'm going to call them out. I feel like a lot of them are just, like, bandwagon fans. Yeah. The Blue Jays are very good right now. They got eliminated the other day. but um, And they have talented players. But, yeah, I, I can see that a lot. I'm, I'm, yeah. I don't like Canadians, to be honest with you. 
You don't? No, I mean, maybe it's just a thing of working in Orchard Park, but, like, every Canadian I deal with is just, like, they're, like, really, like, condescending and mean, usually. I'm fine with Canadians, with the exceptions of the one that leave garbage in the mall parking lot. Do they do that? Yeah, oh, yeah, they, so they buy clothes at the mall, because I don't even know why they do it anymore, because it's, like, 30% more that they would be paying. Anyway, it's weird. They buy clothes at the mall get changed in their cars and then leave their old clothes in the like the gallery of parking lot. This is a real thing that's been going on for years. They leave it in the gallery of parking lot so they don't have to pay tax on it when they go over the border. And really? Like, so much so that you know that entrance like with Jack Astor's? Yeah. Like, right over there? They have, and I'm sure they have it at more, but like they have like one of those like mailbox size things that you can put clothes ah. into that goes to like a Goodwill or something. Well, that's good. Yeah. But still, people don't walk it. Like, you can walk to those parking garages and it's all like macy's bags and stuff like that that's really strange yeah i never knew that was a thing mm-hmm. um it's it's a weird thing that like people from canada like come to buffalo to to shop like i don't want to drive two hours to go shopping you know no, what i mean it's uh... it's weird to me i don't know I, I would try to like do something else but like like a lot of people that i had a lot of canadians that i deal with are like yeah we're just down here shopping I'm like really uh, that's what you're doing okay i don't know i maybe maybe they're running drugs over the border it's one of those things like I don't know. If I'm over in Canada, I'll absolutely take advantage of, like, the dollar exchange now. I guess, yeah. It was so nice. Like, I've been to Canada in years. So, May, I went to a concert up there. For two tickets, it was $215 Canadian. After the conversion, it was, like, 150 Wow. Yeah. USA. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> How did we go from... Oh, the Toronto Blue Jays. Right. Um, <laughs> So it's the the Cubs. Have the Cubs played their last game? No, they played. Oh well, hopefully it's their last game tonight. They're, it's game six. They're, They're up three to two. Three two, yeah. So hopefully that's it. But yeah, back to my story. Two thousand eight, I got into the Cubs because Eddie Vedder wrote a song about the Cubs. Ah, Cubs. And that was it. So they still sucked for like another five years or so, and then they started to get kind of good. I think it was around the time. Um, Theo Epstein yeah. went from the Sox to the Cubs. Yep. And then they really started figuring themselves out and getting it together. It, all it takes in baseball is like I have a really good GM and you can do wonders. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. That's that's what I got my eye on in the world of sports right now. I think a Cubs versus Indians series would be really good for Major League Baseball. Because it's two kind of like underdog teams. Have the Indians won a World Series? I think 60 some odd years ago. So that'd be that'd be really cool if those two teams were in the World Series. Um, I, I'm definitely rooting for the Cubs because I mean it's like I rooted for the the Red Sox back in 2004. I just wanted to see a team that hasn't won in such a long time win. Yeah. Um, and in a way, it'd be also kind of cool if Cleveland won though. 1948. Wouldn't it be awesome if Cleveland won both basketball and baseball? It would. But I mean, obviously, you don't want that to happen because it's the Cubs. Yeah. Well, like I mentioned, the Indians are probably the closest thing I would have to like. A second team, but I like if they won, yeah. I still wouldn't feel as much attachment to them if I did, if the Cubs won. Now, for me, for baseball, like I went from liking sort of like the Red Sox because like back in two thousand four, like Manny Ramirez was still likable, mm-hmm. and David Ortiz was. I mean, he's always been likable, and it was just cool to root for an underdog like that that hadn't won. Yeah, I kind of jumped off that ship after they became pretty much the Yankees of Boston because they were like spending tons of money and. I mean, I guess it's a thing they've been doing for years. That's but, yeah, that's an app comparison. But uh, since then, I sort of like the Dodgers, but they got rid of some of the players that I liked. I, I really like Matt Kemp because he was fast and could hit home runs. Yeah. And I, I sort of like the Pirates because, I don't know, they're, they're also a... I really want to go to one of their games. They apparently have a beautiful I've diamond. heard that, yeah. Um, so, I mean, for baseball, for me, I don't even know what team to root for. So I'm, I'm rooting for the Cubs this year, though. I want to see them win. Yeah. They have some good players. I don't know. Like you said, it's unpredictable. Like, baseball is, like, interesting again. Because last year, even, it was... Make um, baseball interesting again. <laughs> last year, it was Royals versus Mets. Yeah. Like, who would have predicted that? Who won that, anyway? It was the Royals, Royals right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, the Royals have been really bad for a long time. So, it was good to see them win. I was rooting for them last year, too. But, yeah. I mean, I was sort of rooting for the Mets because that was, like, a team I liked in my childhood. Because they weren't the Yankees. Yeah. I, ha- I hate the Yankees. We probably sound like bandwagon fans, but I just want to emphasize, when you live in Buffalo, like, you, it's just hard. Have, you just have a lot of kind of teams that you like. 
Yeah. I mean, everyone in Buffalo likes the Bills and the Sabres for the most part. Um, but, like, when it comes to basketball, it's like, oh, like, you pretty much... Most people around here pick a player to follow, and then they follow that team. Yeah. Like, at one point, I enjoyed the Heat because I, I love Dwayne Wade. Um, I didn't like the Heat when LeBron went to the Heat, though. I rooted against him a lot. Um, and then, I mean, I started really like liking the Bulls because of Derrick Rose, who's fallen off and has, like, some off-the-field stuff now for the most part. And then, I mean... The only basketball team around here that people seem to watch a lot is the the Knicks because they're on MSG. So I like I watch I watched a lot of Knicks games before. So yeah, I don't know if I'm necessarily a fan, but I've, no, I watch I them. don't think I, I sort of root for them. New York bit. basketball is really weird because it's like the biggest city, but both their teams suck. The Knicks will be a lot better this year. The Nets are going to be god awful. They're going to have the yeah. number one pick. If, oh, if they probably don't have their draft pick though. Because knowing the Nets and the Knicks, they trade away their first-rounders every year to get some, like, washed-up player. Like Jerome James. That's, that's, that's a name that most people will not know, but the Knicks probably traded a first-round pick for him in, like, 2002. You know how you know the Nets are unimportant? One of their former owners was quoted as saying, the Nets could go 0 for 82, and I'd be like, this is fine. <laughs> Jay-Z did say that in the song. Um you want to know how the Nets are relevant? Um, name one player that starts for that team other than Brooke Lopez right now. And Evan, would you would you describe yourself as a casual basketball fan? Casual, yeah. No. Okay. No, yeah. So, can you name one player? I don't even know if I can. Brooklyn Nets starters. <laughs> oh, boy. Yes. Um, to um, be honest with you, I don't even know some of What is happening here? Um, this yeah, is this right, is why so you went. Uh, Nehemiah and I decided to to remember that disaster draft. I don't know if you listened to that episode, but we did a disaster yes, draft yeah, yeah. where we repicked the Nets because they were such a, a terrible looking team on paper. I mean, who knows? They might be better. They're really? terrible on looking looking on paper, so they're the ones most likely to all die. The most one that we were just like, we need to just like get rid of this team and help them out. We got him Chris Bosh, who actually is like really like yeah. probably not going to play. No. But uh, we got him some solid, solid uh, NBA players. Hopefully, um, <laughs> oh man, the Nets, the Nets are becoming like slowly becoming the Knicks of like, like two thousand three, two thousand four, two thousand five. Oh, yeah. Pre mellow, like, and like the height of like Stephon Marbury's like decline, and now Stephon Mar- Marbury's over in China, and they love him. They love Stephon Marbury in China. Remember Starburys? Yes, I have a Starbury jersey somewhere. I got it for $14 at his TJ Maxx. He was also the one who had that line of and one shoes, right? He probably did, yeah. And one. Man, you don't see people wearing and one too much anymore. You think we can get on the and one mixtape tour? Are they still doing those? <laughs> Yo, they gotta be. And one mixtape tour. We should do a we should start an and one mixtape tour podcast. Why not, right? Uh apparently twenty eleven was the last one they did. Really? Yep. That's weird. Alright, um, I feel like we're running out of things to talk about, so I'm going to create a topic. That's usually... Okay. <laughs> um, since we've gone from, like, we're, we have, like, such ADHD when it comes to podcasting, I feel like we, we, we switch topics really quickly, and without much notice, usually, but I'd like to uh, go through this week's NFL schedule and pick winners. So the first game we have is actually in London. Um, on Sunday. It's the Los Angeles Rams, which still sounds weird for to me to say, um, versus the New York Giants. I would take uh, the Rams in this matchup. Um, I just feel like they, they're, it's a better matchup for the Rams and the Giants because I just think the Rams are a little more talented defensively. Yeah. Um, I feel like Odell Beckham's going to have a good game, and I've been not a fan of Odell Beckham this year just of his, the way he acts. I think he's a great player, just the way he acts is, for me, as someone, I don't know, I sort of like guys like that sometimes, but, like, I just don't like Odell Beckham as a person. I don't know why. I just think everything he does is for attention, from the hair to Yeah, the, I believe that. I don't know. Just something about him, I just don't like it. Um, he's had a weird year for him, though. He's been up and down. He reminds me... And I didn't realize this, and maybe it's not the best comparison, but I was watching the 30 for 30 the other day about Brian Bosworth. Oh. He reminds me a lot if Brian Bosworth had actually been, like, successful Good. on a national yeah. level. 
Oh, like an, at least like attitude wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could definitely see something like that. I mean, he's he's like the biggest star the NFL has pretty much right now. Because I mean, New York, even though they're playing New Jersey, he's from New York. Um, he's got the hair. He's got like all these crazy like one hand catches. He's probably the most popular player in the NFL. His jersey sales has got to be like top five, I would think. Does Kaepernick still have the top selling jersey? That's weird to me. Um, I wonder how many people are just buying his jerseys to make a joke. Yeah, like. I imagine with Halloween, like probably, it's gotta be. <laughs> there's up gonna be there. some Kaepernick fans on Halloween. There's gonna be lots of like really big afros. Oh, you know, there's gonna be someone in blackface because they don't get the. That's yeah. not okay. Yeah. Oh no. I don't oh, understand no. why people are like so mad about Colin Kaepernick kneeling. Like, whatever. It's not like he's. It's not like he's taking a poop on the the flag of America. You know what I mean? I I got some hot takes, but. No, I I am just sick of hearing everybody yeah. else's. So I don't want to hear about Kaepernick anymore in the world. Like, just let the man play football. Let him protest, whatever. I don't care about it. Like, do whatever you want. It doesn't really matter to me. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think the Rams will win that game for some reason. Is Kaepernick has the top one? Uh, second. Yeah, you called second. it. OBJ. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. But this was from nine one to nine fifteen. Uh, close enough. I feel like. Let's Dak talk, Prescott. Let's talk about how number 10 is just the generic 12th fan C- or, uh, Seahawks jersey. Yo, if you wear that jersey, like... <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I would have said something meaner, but, like, uh, no, don't wear that there's jersey. There's not even a condition on that. It's just, if you wear it, stop. Why do so many people wear the dark Cowboys jerseys? That's weird. Or is, is this just a, a general list? This is, um... I don't know. Maybe, maybe some of these are away jerseys. They just... Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Um, <laughs> brings us to our next game, the New Orleans Saints. I almost said Pelicans. I'm just in a basketball mood, apparently. Versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I'll take the Chiefs in that one for sure. Yeah. Uh, Drew Brees is still pretty good, but beyond that, uh, that's a pretty bad team, I think. Um, I did see this list the other day. Um, oh, well. I saw a different one on Reddit yesterday of the top-selling jerseys by state, and... Like, the weirdest one was, like, Cam Noonan in Utah had the top-selling jersey. It's not on this <laughs> list, but that, that's that's weird to me. I guess those Mormon kids like Cam Newton. Um, kids love Cam Newton. I love Cam Newton. For good reason. Yeah, he's a good player. Uh, some of the, uh, some of the like, interview stuff is kind of annoying, but he's a, he's a really fun player to watch. Wow, that's a dark horse. Kaepernick, best-selling one in Georgia. Yeah, that is weird. And Wisconsin and... Or is that Michigan? No, that's Michigan. Kansas. Missouri. Missouri, Illinois. Illinois. Oh, that's weird. Um, well, not a lot of Bears fans buying um buying Bears jerseys. Not, not a lot of Jay Cutler jerseys getting sold right now. Weirdly enough. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> not a lot of Brian Hoyer jerseys getting <laughs> sold right now. Oh, man. The Bears. What a sad team right now. Uh, then we got... Are you going to... Have you picked on these two teams? On the first two? What? Um, for Los Giants, Angeles? Rams? Yeah. Uh, I was agreeing with you. I was going with okay. Rams. What do you, what do you got for the, the Saints, Chiefs? Um, I'm going to go with Saints. Really? Yeah. Underdog. Because the Chiefs are, you know, they've been good to the past couple of years, but Drew Brees really hasn't been a slouch this year. That's true. He's been he's been doing. They have a great offense. Um, then we got Colts, Tennessee. I'm going to go with an upset alert, and I'm going to take the Titans. I, I just think the Colts... Explain yourself. I just don't think the Colts are good, like, at all. Andrew Luck is really good. Um, the rest of the team is... I, I, I don't know. I think they're pretty average. I wouldn't call them good, but Marcus I Marcus Mariota's playing well right now. Yeah. Um, and so is DeMarco Murray, actually. He's been playing very well. Um, Minnesota-Philly, that should be a good game. Uh, I'll take Minnesota. They're going to stay 6-0. Yeah. Sam Bradford is going to for- throw for 500 yards, and Carson Wentz is going to throw for 500 yards, and it's going to be great. Because they're, they're, they're excited for this one. It should be a good one. Excited for this one guy. I might as I might watch that one instead of the Bills game. Probably not. Um, Cleveland Cincinnati. Ooh. Oh boy, really Cincinnati? They're going to win. Yeah, really, really a tough one there. Um, one thing that Browns the fans state have of Ohio to look coming to. out to watch Browns get blown out to zero yeah. seven. Yeah. Uh, one thing about the Browns that I like. Terrell Pryor. He's been very good this year, and he does a lot of different things for them. Yeah. So it's, that's a good story, I think. Um, beyond that, it's pretty sad season for the Browns. They're on like, their third quarterback of the year. It's, it's, man, Browns fans, I feel for them. Um, 
Then we got Washington, Detroit. I don't care. That just seems like... <laughs> I don't care about this game. That just seems like a Thanksgiving game that happened too early. Yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe Washington? Maybe Detroit? I don't know. I don't care. Uh, and probably... I'm going to go... Ooh. Washington, maybe? I actually like this matchup. Oakland-Jacksonville. I'll take Oakland. Yeah. I think Jacksonville's going to win that division, though. Somehow. Buffalo-Miami already went over that. Um, Baltimore-New York. I'm going to go with Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore. The Jets have... Really taking a step back. Tampa Bay, San Francisco. Hmm. I'll go San Francisco at home. That one's going to be an ugly game. Yeah, that won't be fun. That's going to be a bad time for everyone involved. Uh, Atlanta, San Diego. Atlanta's going to win. New England, Pittsburgh. I'll take New England in that. Seattle, Arizona. Seattle, Arizona. Oh. I'll go Arizona at home. They're gonna, they play well in their division. That whole division's tough. So I would definitely take Arizona. Yeah. Seattle's great, but Arizona, they've been on a roll recently because they started off so poorly. I can see Arizona getting deep in the playoffs this year. I could, too. They'll have to, they have a lot to turn around still, but I can see it happening. Then we got the Monday night game, Houston-Denver. I'll take Denver for sure. Yeah. And then that's it. Um, any games that you'd look forward to watching? No. I, like we were talking about doing this, like there was, there was a lot that I'm not looking forward to watching. Mm-hmm. Like it seems like there's a couple train wrecks this week. Yeah, I think the, I think the late game on Sunday, Seattle Arizona should be fun, and the Minnesota Philadelphia one would be fun to watch as well. Other than that, though, the matchups aren't necessarily great this week. No. All right. Well, I think that's going to bring us to the end of the bye week for the for the week. And uh, is ne- is next week a bye week for us? Are we not going to have a podcast next week? We'll try. We'll try. Um, we'll be around. We'll be, I guess we'd be talking about the Dolphins game and then previewing the Patriots game, which is, for whatever reason, the game I look forward to most yeah. every year. I don't know why. But hey, the last one was good, so maybe this one will be good. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, remember, Young Thug, bottom text. Any, any closing thoughts, Evan? That was, that was going to be mine, Young Thug, bottom text. Young Thug, bottom text. All right. Goodbye.